This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Hello and welcome to Hawkside Guns. Uh, we took a little break for a couple of weeks because nothing happened. Uh, I didn't purchase any guns. <laughs> neither did, did Jake. No, uh, I did. Did oh no, dude. <laughs> yeah, I. He's like, my name's Jake, and it's been three days since my last <laughs> firearms purchase. Actually, it's been a little over a week. All right, on. Okay, what'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? Well, I was uh, on my way home from my day job, and I got a call from the gun store because they were doing an audit, and apparently somewhere along the line, well, they said I needed to come in and adjust something on one of my, um, uh, shit, why am I drawing? 4473, the actual okay. form that you that anybody's listening to this cast knows that you have to fill out in order to purchase a firearm. Uh, and I couldn't imagine what it is that I had gotten wrong on one of them, but uh, they called me and I was on my way home and I had 20 minutes to stop past there. So I figured these guys have always been nice enough to me. The least I can do is stop by and correct the form before they get in trouble with the ATF. Sure. Sure. You know, it was fairly standard. So I go in and apparently all I had done was forgot to add the initials for lane onto the end of my address. <laughs> but apparently to the ATF, this is a big deal. Uh, yes, it is. It has to be exactly as it appears on your driver's license. So I wrote LN. I initialed it, said thank you, and as I was walking out, I looked down and saw, damn it, that compact P30 we were talking about. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, see, and, and, I, and then I made the worst mistake possible. I touched it. Now, <clears throat> if... I recall, okay. Oh, the, I have the some compact. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, you have the subcompact, do you not, sir? I do, and now I have the compact as well. Oh no, <laughs> dude. You know, you know what the uh, the P thirty S, the P thirty, what is it, the P thirty K or is it the P thirty S K? The S K is the subcompact. Okay, that's subcompact. Okay, so. Yes. So you've got the P30 Compact. Uh, you know what it reminds me of? Kind of like a, a PPS or a PPQ. Well, yeah, both Walther and HK have the same grip style. Yeah. No, it, it very much reminds me of that. I would honestly, I think the the HK looks a little cooler. It ha the triggers on them are very similar as well. Yeah, uh, there was very little difference to me when I was shooting them because the, the triggers are almost identical. Uh, the mag release is very similar. Uh, the safety is very similar. They're, they're, they're hammer-fired firearms. Um, well, actually, are all three hammer-fired firearms? Hold on. Uh, PPQ. Um, the, the PPQ is not. No, that's a striker fire, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the closest one to that from, uh, uh, from HK is the VP9. Yeah. Um, Oh, and so and I so and, the, and for some reason so in this type of firearm, I have actually decided I prefer the hammer to the striker. Yeah, so the Walthers are striker fired. I I misspoke. Uh, the rifle, uh, the rifles, the Walthers. I'm having trouble with English. Uh, the Walthers are striker fired, and this is a hammer. Uh, German, not English. 
Walden. <laughs> True. In uh, mine English bad. Uh but the the HK's a neat looking gun, man. It really is. I mean it's 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 kinda I don't know, kinda edgier, kinda chunkier. Um the the Walthers are a little more smoothed out. Well, the the other thing, the reason why I like the Walthers more than the PPQs is because the PPQ has an interchangeable backstrap, just like most firearms these days. The H and Ks will let you actually change out the sides of the grip as well. Will they? Yep. See, it's a nice gun, man. All so, right, so so to, so to say that you can customize the hell out of the grip for yourself is an understatement. All right, now tell me. What is it about the, that was so much better that you needed to have as well as the subcompact? You needed to have the compact along with it. Um, Because I touched it. I knew it. I knew it. It was just one of those things where you're just <laughs> like, I must have it. Well, there's also another gentleman at the gun store who's there from time to time. He's a, he's a I show up when I can person like myself. His name is James. He's also the guy who runs the... Um, concealed carry course on the weekends and he and i have been known to egg each other on just a tad <laughs> so as i was walking out i went oh look that p30 is still here and his response was you want to hold it <laughs> and i went nah i probably should. i probably like, shouldn't he's but i will he's, he's putting out the little velvet pad on the top of the case and he's like no 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 you should hold this <laughs> oh no so, you know, I, I hold on to it for a second. I'm like, no, 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 it's cool. He's like, no, no, you should hold it a little bit longer. <laughs> now, is this the long slide or the regular slide? The regular slide. Okay, so three and, what is it, three and just, it's uh, just shy of four, isn't it? Yeah, just shy of four inches. Yeah, it's like 385 or 395 or something like that, uh, which is a really nice size, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a wonderful firearm. It's just the fact that I really, really, really didn't need it. I just really, 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 really wanted it. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you got the 9mm, not the 40 Smith & Wesson. That is correct. Okay. Uh, so you hadn't lost your mind. You just, you just no, no losing my it. mind, just losing my willpower. Oh, such a great little gun. It really is. I mean, it's a it's a snappy looking gun. It's it, uh, it's it's wildly useful. You can use it for all kinds of stuff. I mean, that's as a hammer fired nine millimeter carry goes. That's a really nice. I love HKs, man. Oh, it's a great. It's it, it once again. It is great. Now the one that I actually still keep next to the bed is still the PDP from Walter. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. Um, but let me let me say this: when you sell it. Uh, if, if anything, it'll be the SK. Okay. When you sell it, you want first right of refusal. Yes, I do, because I like the I like both the SK. Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, because I'm a little light on on HKs, but but uh, the the SK has the little pinky grip on the uh, yes, it does on the mag, right? Yep. Yeah. See, that's a neat that's a neat little gun. Um. And the barrel length isn't that short either. It's like uh, like three two or something like that. Three three. Yeah, and considering if I were still looking for a small carry firearm, which I am not and probably never will be again with the uh, the little three sixty five that I carry, um, the one that's superfluous is the subcompact. Oh, that's a nice gun, dude. It really is. 
I mean, that's the. No, I assume yours is all black. You didn't get the two tone or anything like that. No, sure. no two tone. It's all it's all black. Yeah, that's a, that seems like something you would do. <laughs> hey, my carry gun is two tone these days. I bought a stainless steel slide for it. <laughs> but that's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. But uh, that's uh, that's those things aren't cheap too. Those HKs are like five, six hundred bucks. Uh, a little bit more than that, which is why the SK might have to go. <laughs> Oof. Now, is, was this brand new or is this used? Oh, no, brand new. Oh, God, dude, you couldn't even get a used one. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I no. Did, I, did, I didn't say this was a good idea. <laughs> I, just, I, I didn't say it was well thought out. I said I did it. <laughs> oh, now, see, here's my problem. Between between the the uh, now you didn't do the L you didn't do the long slide which I would have I would have made fun of you for that cuz I'm like just get a damn Beretta or the PDP you know like you already had one of those but here's my issue with No I may have to put a John Wick style compensator on the end of it. Well, of course because why wouldn't you? Exactly. Wick loves the HKs you know. Uh I know of your fondness for the German varietals. Yeah so freaking good. I swear to God, if I ever have a gun auction, I am going to find that actor, and I am going to hire him <laughs> to sell <laughs> all these guns and just do video of him. Like you'd sell out in like a minute, you know. Like it's 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 amazing. Get him a cup on a chain, you know, <laughs> the sommelier type thing. And he has to look with like utter, like almost, you know, erotic fondness of. You know, when you ask about a gun, he's got to give you that look like, oh, oh, dessert. Dessert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> robust. Robust. You know, just do the eyebrow cock like, well, I suppose an AR, dude. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's so freaking good. Uh, but here's my issue with the P30SK versus the P30, right? Overall length, and I, I just pulled it up just to look. The overall length for an SK is just shy of six and a half inches. The, the overall length for a P30 is just over seven inches. So it's uh, the the subcompact is only a half inch shorter, and it's an uh, overall height is okay. Well, here's here's the difference, right? The overall height, the uh, P30 SK is an inch shorter than the P30, and most of that's in the grip. Well, yeah, but once again, that's the com that that's really more the concept of the subcompact is more grip length than barrel length. Yeah, because uh, the barrels are real close. I mean, you, it's I say real close. There's it's a half an inch difference. Effectively, it's a half inch difference between the SK and the 30. It's 385 for the barrel length. Oh, I was real close. Uh, 385, and then 327 for the sk so you do you do lose about a half a little just a smidgen over a half inch of barrel for the sk but other than that those guns are really similar dude i mean the width is exactly Which the is same. why one of them may have to go oh that's really so so you take the subcompact and sell that huh well 
as I said, I'm not looking for a concealed carry firearm. I have that. Well, yeah, I, have, I mean, you're I not going to find anything better than that 365, dude. You're just not. I got the subcompact because that was my normal knee-jerk reaction before finding the 365 is to go with subcompacts. Um, but at the same time, what my safe is filling up with is your standard compacts that I just enjoy shooting. Sure. Um, so when I saw the compact, I was going, well, that's a little bit more of what I actually should have and would like to have in my safe. And <laughs> oh darn, the SK may have to go. And it, it may not. All right. Well, tell me when you're <laughs> tell me when you're going to sell it, and we'll we'll find out because that's a fine little gun. Oh, it, it's it's wonderful. It really is. I mean, it's I mean, well, it's it's a shrunken down P30. I mean, an HK makes a fantastic firearm. Um, I would put them up there with anybody else. Um, I actually prefer the HKs to the Walthers. Now, Shannon would would hang me by my shoelaces for saying something like that, but uh, HK, I I love an HK. They they do fantastic, and it's you know I have a full sized firearm. Uh, I'm not. I, I've tested everything I can find, and I just don't like anything better than my 92 FS. Uh, and I don't think in a full size nine millimeter I'm gonna find anything I like better than that. Uh, that I'm not paying like you know eight nine hundred dollars on. Uh, it's fine. It's Beretta F, uh, 92 FS, fine weapon. Um, but what I don't have, and I have my carry 380, right? The Taurus Spectrum, which is very small and, and edge. But what I don't and, have, and we have to talk about Sig's new 380. Yeah, exactly. And but what I don't have is like right in the middle, right? A small nine millimeter compact or subcompact that uh, has a little more punch than the 380, but it isn't a full size duty carry. And a P30 SK would slide right in that slot. We'll talk. <laughs> that's but, a nice but on gun. The note, as, as I said, if if I sent you the link to it, um, oh, dude, Six Sour that. just decided to release a version of the P365 in 380. That's going to do okay. Uh, the P365 380 is, I think, late. To be honest, I think they should have been making this for the last couple of years. I think it's a fantastic idea. Well, the, the last couple of years, they there weren't a whole lot of 380s released. Everybody was doing 9mm because that's what everybody was running to the store to try to grab. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I, I For carry for a carry gun, I really would prefer a 380 because it's lighter. You can fit more rounds in it. A 380, that's fine. Like a 380 ballistic, you know, like a, a Hornady Critical Defense. Um, I've seen the videos on them. I've seen the stopping power. It's it's basically like a light 9mm um, as far as stopping power ballistics. And everything on the chart is right there, uh, which is fantastic. Uh I just don't have an issue carrying a 380. I just, I really don't. Um, this, uh, this is what is it? A 10 round 380? I think. Actually, I miss that. I would guess that it probably. Well, it's 10 round nine millimeter, so I would guess they might be able to get one or more in there. I didn't. I can't believe I didn't think to look. Two 10 round steel magazine. Uh, oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, then so it, yeah, then it's holding the same thing in 380 that it's holding in 9 millimeter. So it's smaller and it's probably lighter. Uh, I don't know, dude. I just can't. 
I can't get to a point where I would say that you have to have a nine millimeter to be effective um, in a carry gun. I, I think a, a 380 ACP and it with a hot round in it. Now, if you're shooting light rounds out of it, that may be a problem. Well, the other part about that is, is also, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying that the market in general does. Well, I, and I think it, that the market in general has been just, just, well, think think of the success of the Glock 43 versus the Glock 42. They're look, basically the same fire. No argument. Yeah, I mean it's it's very clear that the, but I think a lot of that is is uh, I don't know, I won't say hype, but I'll say conditioning, uh, maybe. Once, once again, no argument, but at the same time, it has been conditioned. So if you're looking at this from a monetary standpoint, which one do you put out first? Oh yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I, personally, I, I see why they did it. Uh, but if this was anybody else other than SIG, I'd say this is going to be a non-starter. The problem with that particular sentence is, one, it is SIG. Two, it's a P365 platform, which is arguably, and I, I don't know, I haven't looked at the numbers, but arguably Sig Sauer's best seller in the last, if you, if you look at the last two or three years, is probably they have sold more of those to private, I'm not talking about military, uh, but to, they have probably sold more P365s to private citizens than they have any other platform. I, I, I think you're 100% correct on that. Uh, so there, there are... A number of things that this has going for it. One, everybody knows what a 365 is. Everybody knows what that is. Everybody knows what a six-hour quality, what a six-hour trigger is. They probably put the same damn trigger in it. Uh, everybody knows what this is, what it should feel like, and about what it should cost. So they they have all that going for them. Somebody like uh, 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 who came out the other day, um, Kimber, right? came out with their Glock clone and, and like all of these other, you know, people coming out with the three eighties, the, the small compact three eighties that don't have the legacy that SIG does, that don't have the, the three, six, five name that don't have the, the trigger control and the trigger uh, system that, that SIG does. Those are, are probably going to be non-starters. I, I still hold that. I think SIG is late with this. They could have come out with this last year. Well, you, you know what's really going to work for them, and once again, it's another one of those ones that I'm kind of surprised at myself right now for not having taken the time to look at. Uh, I'm wondering what the dimensions of this one is, because if they also make it so that barrels and magazines can be swapped out between the two mm. for 9mm and 380, they're going to do well. Uh, well, the overall length is 5.8 inches with one inch. Yeah, it's about um, the same size then. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a 365, 380 BB or BSS MS and then the regular one. I'm not sure what the difference is, but, uh, barrel length 3.1 inches, uh, weight 15.7 ounces. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, Dude. because if you could just swap out barrels and swap out magazines in order to change um, calibers, that'll be very interesting. Well, you know, SIG's known for doing weird shit like that. I mean, it's, well, it's I there's mean, no telling. 
I mean, if nothing else, you know, what I could see them doing is making so you had to buy an entirely new upper slide. Yeah. No, I, I would totally see that. But at the same time, it's kind of one of those things where if you could swap out a slide and swap out a magazine, hell, magazines are one of the greatest margin things they've got. If they're just selling more magazines, that's a great day for them. It's I have the feeling they're not going to make it that easy on you. Well, um, and that's why and that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking what if you look at the actual dimensions, it is every bit possible to make a conversion barrel. And then just swap out magazines. Possible, yes. Profitable, maybe not. Exactly. And that's why I'm thinking that what they'll probably do is rather than – because, quite frankly, they it's what they do with conversion kits for the 320. Um, what it, so what I'm thinking is, is what they'll probably do if they do create a conversion kit is it won't just be a barrel. It'll be the entire slide assembly and a magazine. Yeah. No, I I would say that's probably accurate. I mean, I don't know when they haven't said. I'm I'm looking, I'm cruising through the side today. They haven't said, but um, I mean, but this thing has all the modern features on it. It's it's a three six five. So I mean, it's got the sight plates up top. It's it's got it's it's a sig. You know, like you can stop there. It's it's going to be fantastic, and it's going to. Uh, it's going to work. And honestly, I think it'll sell. Like I. I would rather have this than a nine millimeter version of it, to be honest. Um, You know, here's also, you know, a thought process just as far as efficacy. Um, If they are going to let you switch out slides. Now, first of all, I personally, I wouldn't go out and buy one of these. However, if somebody tells me I can spend $200 on a slide and be able to swap calibers, that I do. Well, maybe what and, they'll do is but, is do like then, wait a couple of years. But then throw in this just as far as a efficacy concept, and I know my brain's going a little bit far fetched on this one, but follow me. If you really, really want to get to a point where when you pull the trigger in a defense situation that you're as comfortable as can be, imagine training yourself with it with nine millimeter but carrying it with three eighty. When that thing goes off, it's gonna be smooth compared to what you're used to. And Very you're true. probably going to be a whole lot more on target than you would be in a nervous situation with the nine millimeter, especially if you've trained with nine millimeter. Therefore, you're you're not at, once again you're in a nervous situation. You've got something you can control a little bit more. I I, I cannot disagree with that. I'm uh, sure there's somebody out there who's going to freak out and go, "Oh my God, you don't do that." But it's, as I said, it's just a thought process. I I really like it. I think it's it's going to do well. I you know if you if I was going to pick you know to carry well I do pick and I do carry and it's it's 380. Uh, I it's normally it's normally just a lot lighter gun. It's normally smaller. If you put the the Hornady critical defense in it, I'm very comfortable with that round. I know what it'll do. Uh, it is effective. It has enough uh, power to be effective. And I just, I don't know, I like that better. If I'm going to get into a long, sustained, prolonged gun battle, running gun battle, I'm screwed anyway. All right? It's not like I don't, like if I'm at Walmart and the Walmart gets taken down, uh, like I'm, <laughs> I'm not making it out of there, okay? <laughs> First of all, I'm a dad, which means you're a meat shield anyway. Like you protect the family and, and like nobody, dad doesn't make it out. The women and children do, right? Um, 
so well, see, I well, my always thought process was because my luck just sucks when it comes to anything, much less something of that nature, is what I'm going to be is the guy who heard of the shots, recognized that there was a mass shooting situation going on, drew my own gun. And in the process of going out the door, that's when the cops show up, see somebody with a gun and shoot me. You make the exit and you make it through the dangerous situation only to leap into a very other dangerous situation where you are misidentified. Exactly. That That's what I figured. Just like, for example, I'm, I'm convinced that if I ever win the lottery, that I'm going to put the ticket through the washing machine in my pants pocket. You know, that's, yeah. I didn't say I was normal. <laughs> hey, you know, if I won the, if I won the lottery, I would buy the most cherry strip club you've ever seen. <laughs> Rename it Wholesome Addiction. <laughs> get beef to run it for me. It'd be great. <laughs> well, yeah, because you get all the best dancers because they come, come work for beef. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got beef. I'll totally work for you. Yeah, like it, it'd work. Can I take know? my clothes off for you now? <sighs> I swear that dude. I, I mean, you've seen him in action. It's just ridiculous. It's, it's freaking stupid. And, and I have even experienced, though. I wasn't smart enough at the time to know what happened until learning more. I have been. I have been in the hey, where's beef situation. <laughs> like now, when it, it was years later that I figured out. Oh, that's where beef was. Beef was having sex. He <laughs> just quietly slipped off. Where is the hottest woman in the room and beef? Hmm. I can't find either one of them. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Another reason, beef does not carry. He doesn't have to. Women will throw themselves in front of him just to save beef. <laughs> I don't have those kind of looks, so I have to carry. Uh, no, not only that, but I'm big enough to hide behind. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm the hide behind. I work better than the pillar. Uh, no, I I just I I love the 380 round. I I don't carry like a massive like I know people. I live in Texas, okay, which I know the rest of the country thought as soon as we passed continental carry, there was going to be okay, you know, corral gunfights every Monday. Uh, it's gunfight Monday. Everybody, bring on down. Come on down. You know, we have ambulances standing by. We're gonna have a gunfight. Uh, like it, it doesn't happen like that it's not like everybody the same amount of people carry as used to carry um it has affected nothing and uh and what's funny is is we've got our idiot beto he's he's uh he's running and he's like no 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 i don't want to i don't want to take anybody's anything anymore what i want to <laughs> do is repeal constitutional carry <laughs> like you he hasn't changed at all and like nobody like we all see through you like we see you Beto. we see you dude we know what you're gonna do um and he's got the twit from new york down there going we're gonna turn the state blue <laughs> yeah there's a lot of let's go brandon shirts running around in texas like not in austin <laughs> but everywhere else <laughs> I'm not sure that's exactly right. Plus, we really love our guns down here, like a lot. And he's this is the one guy who on camera <laughs> said he's going to take them. 
whether he wants to admit that he actually said that or not anymore. And, and he hasn't won anything yet. No. What happened to the day? Oh, never mind. That's for a completely different cast. I was about to ask what happens to the day and age in which people lose and then go away. And uh, yeah, well, they don't do that cast. anymore. Yeah, that's not that's not how that how that works. But uh, you know, I. I love the to get back around. I love the 380 round. I think this is going to be a success. I do think they're a little late to the market. They could have gotten a huge bump and market uh, a share more of a market share than I think they are going to currently have with this launch. Uh, if they launched it maybe at or the same or you know the same time or pre pandemic, I think this would have just eaten up the market. Uh, it's a fantastic idea. It's a fabulous platform, and I can't wait to see it. Although, I will say this, and I know this is bad, and I've just been extolling the virtues of 380. Um, I like the HK. As far as the looks go, I like the HK better. <laughs> as I said, we'll talk. <laughs> I like the looks of that one way better. It looks way cooler, man. Uh, this is a nice-looking nice nice gun. It really is, and it's a SIG, so you know it's going to be fine. So I did have one more thing, uh, all that to say and, you know, all that stuff going on. So uh, if you remember, a while ago, I got a new uh, SDS Imports automatic shotgun. Ooh, is there an update on the cheap shotgun? <laughs> well, there's an update on it. It's just not, like, pleasant. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I hit up uh, SDS Imports. Uh, I, I guess as this is recorded one, two, three weeks ago. Gotta love I, that speedy response. Oh, I have yet to get any response. Oh, <laughs> like never mind. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, I sent an email, uh, once I fill out a form or like a, a form, nothing. Uh, like they, they are complete and total non- non-entity as far as yeah no no response at all so uh i i hesitate to recommend anybody go out and get one of these things just because there is no response on the other end of this like nothing uh there's no help there's no there's no warranty stuff there's no anything they're just like "Mm, you don't exist so that's not fun (laughs) It may work great for you guys and and all that, but uh, I did not get that kind of uh, warm and fuzzy stuff uh, with it. So um, I is the boss still freaked out? uh, No, he's more annoyed about it than anything else. Just like, man, you know, and what I'll do is I'm going to wait a full month. I will wait a full month. And if I haven't gotten any response out of it from since then, you know, from then, I'm just going to cut the damn barrel off and, and make it a a, a slug gun slash pheasant gun, you know, and, and just do it that way. Uh, tough for the because <laughs> in all other respects, gun works fine. Um, so that's probably what I'll do there. And I'll just uh, be happy at that time. But if you were looking for support or you were looking for, you know, a warranty recall or, you know, a warranty type situation or a response at all, SD import, SDS Imports is incommunicado in my case. Uh, I can't speak for them in everybody else's case, but I have heard absolutely nothing. So, which is really kind of annoying. Even like... I mean, I, I've, even though, hey, hey, dude, pound sand, we don't care, would at least be 
a response. Yeah, hey, your fault. You, your gun, your problem. You know, we don't do that, and you probably just didn't tighten the choke enough. Or, like, I was expecting something like that. Uh, not nothing. You know, because I've talked to a lot of gun companies about a lot of stuff before. I mean, like, I've broken all kinds of things. I mean, Taurus, very on the ball, whether they choose to... Uh, <laughs> Uh, say it was your fault or not, very on the ball. Smith & Wesson, I've contacted them. They were excellent. Uh, Ithaca responded in a day and a half. I mean, it's not, like, even if they're not helpful. Glock is always hilarious because their statement is typically, we don't know what you did, but it was your fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can't help stupidity, you know? like Our guns are perfect. There's nothing that could possibly be wrong. It was your fault. Your fault. Go about your business. <laughs> you know, Whereas SIGS, on the other hand, is always kind of funny because their response was, oh, yeah, we didn't really test that before we sold it, so we'll send you a new one. Hey, that's so weird. You know, we've heard a lot of people complain about that. We're going to send you another one. Don't worry. Everything's fine. <laughs> um, Henry is just affronted that there was a problem with the gun and are desperate to fix it. Oh yeah, no, the, those guys are theirs are they're like um, insulted that a firearm that they manufactured did not go out perfectly, right? Like, or had oh, some kind of problem at down the line or whatever it is. Allow us to fix this for you. Yes, uh, they were. I mean, my dad had an a small. I mean, it wasn't much. Okay, it it was the the screw on. Uh, my dad has a uh, Henry four ten single action break open it's the gold receivered one it's amazing firearm we love it we shoot it all the time and just laugh our asses off it's one of the most fun guns we have uh we should skeet with it and it had one of the screws on the break open lever was just kind of i don't know i i won't say boogered uh, it just we couldn't tighten it right it just didn't seem to work quite right maybe it wasn't drilled right or you know uh, uh tapped right or uh, we weren't sure. So we called them to say, we didn't actually ask for a new screw. We just said, hey, is there something we can do to get this thing to seat exactly right? Because right now it's not completely flushed. Uh, how would we go about fixing that? And they were completely all over it. Before they answered us, they had a new screw in the mail. And they said, hey... We just like you, or you know, uh, we'd like to thank you for contacting us. We're so very sorry that this has happened to you. We have dispatched a new screw already at our cost to your address, and uh, it should be getting there. We overnighted it to you. It should be getting there in the morning. Uh, please let us know if this works out well. And uh, we've also included an envelope so you can send the other screw back so we can make sure that this kind of uh, bad finishing work does not happen again in the future. And we went, uh, damn, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Okie dokie. And they included postage and everything for the other screw. So it's not, they were really on top of it. Uh, In the day, I I don't know how they are now, Remington would would respond within a week, you know, maybe two if if they were feeling kind of busy or whatever it is. But I've never had any trouble getting pretty much, even CZ. Like, you can get CZ America on the phone. I mean, uh, that's not surprising. Yeah, I mean, I, just, I mean, you can't talk to Turkey, but you can get CZ America on the phone. I've never had a tr- I've never had a gun company just flat out ignore me. 
<laughs> you know, and I'm not anyone special. I'm just a dude just like everybody else. Uh, and I don't like invoke the podcast because who would care anyway? There's only like, you know, 50, 75 <laughs> people to listen. Um, so that makes no difference. But I, I've, I've never had them just flat out not deign to reply. <laughs> so it's, it felt kind of weird. I was like, is this thing on? I, I had sent another email just to make sure. I'm like, hey, I'm just following up. Did you guys get this? Am I going to spam? Like, what's the problem? Nothing. So I'm going to wait a full month, and I'm just going to cut the damn barrel off. But I, it was amazing to me. I've, I've never had a gun company just flat out not respond. Even if they were, like you're saying, even if it was just like Glock. And you know, they're like, nope, you did it. We don't know what you did. It's your fault. <laughs> Our guns are flawless. You know, <laughs> Even that would have been, eh, that's about what I expected. You know? No, I, I did not expect for them to completely and totally ignore me. That's that's a new one. I have no words. Neither do they. <laughs> Neither do they. You have exactly as many words as they do about it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, look for that one to uh, be cut off. Uh, come March. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey even, even cut off, it's going to be longer than the barrels on the shotguns I prefer. So. <laughs> Yeah, it'll probably wind up being about 22 inches, and uh, that was uh, that'll be fine. I'll just cut the choke completely out of it, and it won't have this problem again. <laughs> uh, but oh, uh, one other thing, I did I did uh, test a new brand of ammunition, at least for me this weekend. I went out to shoot yesterday, and uh, the Shields, our local uh, store for ammunition, had been kind of down on 20 gauge shells. Uh, my father loves to shoot 20 gauge now um, because it's a little lighter on his shoulder and a little easier to handle. And they just didn't have any. I mean, they had the Upland $25 a box boxes, and it's like, no, we're not shooting those. Uh, but yesterday we were, the day before, Friday, I guess, uh, as this is recorded on a Sunday, uh, so two days ago, uh, we went to Shields, or my dad went to Shields and picked up Challenger brand. Well, it's, it's amazing how many brands that you've never heard of are showing up out there just because it's kind of like they're, they're calling their suppliers going, yeah, we need 20 gauge shells, and they're going. Well, we've got some Challenger, and they're like, "Fuck it, just send it." You just send it, just because you know that's what it does. Because we, my dad talked to him, and he's like, oh, "I, I've, I've never heard of this." And they're like, "Look, they send what they send. You know, we were out of 20 gauge. They sent us 20 gauge. It's, it's what it is. You know, is this any good?" And they're like, "Well." So we looked him up, and apparently the Canadians, which is, this is a Canadian ammunition, uh, swear by it. Well, as long as the Canadians swear by it. <laughs> but, you know, it's a Canadian brand ammunition. Uh, you know, it's shot and feels a lot like the Fiocchi's, very clean. Uh, but the thing that got me, and this was the exciting part, which is the first time I did this in I don't know how long, we paid $6 a box. I accept. Pre-pandemic pricing for birdshot. Now, it was seven and a half birdshot, seven and an eighth. Um, you know, it's skeet rounds. It's you know skeet and and bird bird rounds. But but six dollars a box, my brother. And I accept. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, we will take all of them. We can have. How many can we have? You know, so my dad looked over <laughs> yeah. and he goes, "Is that price correct?" He goes, "Yes, sir, it is." Because I'm still buying boxers of Blazer aluminum at fifteen ninety nine. Excuse me, thirteen ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we're buying 12 and 20 gauge shells at 10 and, and, you know, $11 a box. Eight, if you're lucky, this was six, this is $5.99 a box. And we're like, 
oh hell yeah i don't even need any 20 gauge you know i I only have two 20 gauge guns i bought a brick and a half i'm like i'll take six so my dad calls me he's like it's 20 gauge it's canadian i don't know anything about it and i'm like okay it's 5.99 a box i'm like i'll take six (laughs) you know just (laughs) i'll pay you back don't worry about it my dad bought i think he bought like 12 or something He, he he like lugs he went downstairs got a cart not a hand basket, a cart, and just started loading the 20 gauge up. And uh, the the guy came around the corner, and uh, my dad looked at him, and, and he goes, "Am I taking too many?" He goes, "Oh, uh, no, sir. I was just coming around to see if you needed any help loading them into the cart." <laughs> my dad's, like, he's like, "How many did you need?" He's like, "18, 12 for me, six for my son." And he goes. Already, <laughs> he sounds just... like Cabela's with the uh, Winchester White Box five five six that I keep joking about. <laughs> well, he is, is there a limit on these? No, no. Take as many as you want. No, we'll help you load your car. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, there were I think there were he said there were about thirty boxes. He took half of them, over half of them, just himself because he was super low on twenty gauge, and my dad loves to shoot twenties. He's been shooting twelve for a little while. And uh, 20's just lighter on his shoulder. He's 70 years old. I mean, he's he, he wants a lighter shooting gun. Totally get it. Totally understand it. Uh, but we just hadn't been able to get him ammunition. But but for the first time since 20, early, early, you know, like January, February 2020, uh, there was $6.20 gauge birdshot. And I... Pfft, Dude, that that was the best sign I think I've seen in in years, you know, at this point. So I was I was very excited to see that. I may have to stop at Cabela's and just out of curiosity tomorrow. <laughs> well, this stuff was challenging. I'd never heard of it. I'd never seen it before. Uh, nothing, but shot great. We didn't have one misfire. We didn't have anything. It wasn't dirty like you know the Winchester White Box stuff is nowadays. wasn't Didn't leave a bunch of crap in the barrel. It was clean as a whistle. So uh, it did great. We went through about uh, 175 rounds of it. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. Uh, so uh, it was uh, it was a pleasant surprise. But I would be interested to see if like like weird brands of ammunition start showing up as, you know, as orders of uh, whatever it is come in other than Cabela's and five, five, six. I just, I just can't get over that, you know, because it's, because at this point it like never fails. It wasn't like it happened like once <clears throat> every time I go there, there's just seas of the stuff. <laughs> You could they, fill got, a truck. They've got aisles of it. They've got it. It's what they've got stacked in the middle of the aisle. You know, the, the you know they've always got that stack of something. Oh sure, yeah. You know, absolutely. it's what they've got stacked there. On it's, a got, pallet, it's, what, yeah. it's what they've got on the end cap. <laughs> Seven six two and five five six. Yeah, uh, here you could also uh, in in Dallas you could also add two two three to that mix as well. Uh, there's a ton of it. Just I'd just be happy if I could find a 7.62 upper for my AR. <laughs> Still can't. I just be, yeah, I mean, you can't, like, you're, you're not going to be able to find any of it. Uh, I I still can't find any 6.5 Creedmoor. They get some. I think they've, I think somebody gets, like, there's an, a list I'm not on. Because they, they get a certain amount of it, and it's just gone every time I go there. They're like, no, we had some earlier in the week. I'm like, okay, stop. How many did you have? Oh, you had like 12 boxes. 12. 
you had 12. How long did it take before that sold out? He goes, oh, oh, 10 minutes. Yeah, about 15 minutes. <laughs> Damn it. Like, there's no shot. Like, I haven't, like, there's no, no pun intended. There's no way I'm ever going to get a hold well, of this do, until do, they start getting more. Do they have, like, ammo delivery day? Well, they used to, and then somebody hit the ammo truck, and then <laughs> they they don't they don't have like a scheduled ammo day anymore, or a delivery day, because somebody hit a Cabela's truck in Dallas, and just stole like tens of thousands of dollars worth of ammunition in twenty twenty early twenty twenty one, and then all the surrounding hey, that's a commodity. yeah all the surrounding areas uh, stores that carry ammunition now bring them in in random days. So you have no idea when they're stocking anything now. You're like, crap. Because 6.5 is the only thing that I have. Now, I have a couple hundred rounds of it, but it's like $3 a round to shoot right now. Like, even if I got it, it would be $80 for a box of 20. So it's still expensive. And and it's gone. I mean, it's people are paying it. And it's gone. So I don't... I really kind of don't want to shoot it up because I I can't replace it and it's wildly expensive. And they still have that sale on 50 BMG. <laughs> I am sure they do. And 556. Five, it's, it's still on the front page of most of the websites. 50 BMG on sale. All for you. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, I don't feel uh, I don't feel any need at all to get 50 BMG. But you know what? I'm sure there's somebody out there who totally wants it, and and they are more than welcome to have it. I'm sure there's not two people out there who want it, but there's at least one person out there. There's somebody in Alaska hunting moose from four miles out who just loves his 50 BMG. <laughs> Look, and more power to him. Okay, I I I. I couldn't do that. I mean, I... Oh, I, I didn't say it was a bad thing. I just... I <laughs> I have no use for that. It is so ridiculous, and I am so recoil-adverse. It's not... Like, I mean, my prized rifle is a 6.5 Creedmoor, smallish round, and a forty-four Magnum carbine lever action, which has virtually... What came from you has virtually no kick. So... uh yeah, those big ass BMG rounds, and you know you got those guys with 300 wind mags and stuff like that that'll take your shoulder half off. Like, no, no, thank you. I just, I don't, I don't need anything that big. Like, I don't want to hunt a Kodiak bear. It's not, it's not on my list. Okay, <laughs> I don't need to drop a moose. I, I'll run from a moose. Thank you. I don't want to go to Alaska. Call me a wuss. That's fine. <laughs> I'll take my 380 to Walmart. Thank you. It's fine. Oh, crap. Well, sir, do you have anything else? I do not. Right on. So we will see you guys next time. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawkseyeguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.